0: Everybody and Welcome to the Cars Unfiltered Podcast, Season 2, Episode 9. So there's four of us here today, actually, which is a little different than uh, usual. We have myself, Tom. We have Adam. Howdy. And we have Mike.
1: Yep, yeah, how's it going, guys?
0: And we have a return of Sal. I am also here. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's been a while since that. Sal has been with us. And uh, welcome back. Thanks, man. I appreciate it.
1: He's We're probably going to be back on a, a fairly regular basis now because he's looking for something to do during the week.
0: Awesome. We have we have lots of things to do
2: here, actually. Um, do you like taking pictures, Sal? Uh, I do like taking pictures of things. I don't like taking pictures of people or myself, though. So as long as I don't have to take pictures of myself and post selfies, uh, I'm in.
1: Well, it's good because we That's take pictures dumb. of cars mostly, so... <laughs> There's it's
2: true. That. One of the criteria was
0: not to post selfies. So <laughs> perfect. Perfect.
1: I think you'll fit in yourself. <laughs> yeah.
0: um, so cool. So today we have uh, some news, a few different things about um, some voice controlled cars, uh, self-driving cars, and what is quite possibly kind of boring, in my opinion, a new CVT transmission and if you're wondering, Mike, I believe Mike picked out most of the news articles. I, um, yeah, I
1: did. It's true. Yep. Yep.
0: yep. Mm-hmm. And then we also are going to do um, a fun little game where we have a used car challenge. And I'll tell you the challenge ahead of time so that you can think about this you know, until we get it. But um, basically, we have to think of a, uh, a used car that is a rear engine, rear wheel drive, and under $10,000. That you so could, that,
1: in theory, go purchase more or less today
0: right yep so rear engine is the uh the key differentiator there that should make things quite interesting
1: and also under 10k because let's be honest under 10k
0: it's true there's not
1: so that so that eliminates most Porsches
0: unless they're not working yeah (laughs) you can buy one on -on 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 bricks for under ten thousand dollars Wait, wait, wait! It doesn't say that. Didn't say this stuff had to be working. I That's, just want to put that, that was is, not in the rules. That rule. is
1: true. There is a caveat there. Yeah, yeah you found the loophole, Tom.
0: Hey, what can I say? Um, but cool, yeah. So, um, so let's talk a little about. Up,
1: yeah, so let's talk a little bit about the news. Um, one of the first All things right. I want to say was Ford is actually has announced that it, we're going to be testing weird. I say because Sal and I both work for Ford. Um, but we're going to full be t- disclosure. Yeah, full disclosure. We're going to be testing self-driving cars on Miami streets. So what that means is, watch out if you're in Miami because tech, you know, and pedestrians. And so far, we haven't figured out how to make that work.
0: I do in the pictures. I do like that they are outfitting these new fusions with those like LED off-road light bars on the roof.
1: Is that what those are, or are those like range nice. sensing cameras, Wait, or something? I think
2: something. those might be the light Yeah, I'm thinking that's light art. Oh,
0: wishful thinking, I suppose. <laughs> I was, you know, I
2: was thinking like a Jurassic Park kind of self-driving car. You know, the,
1: I, don't, I don't think you're getting that though.
0: It's
2: actually uh, just yet. yeah. Uh, it's a party alarm. Actually, as it goes by, it just goes around and lets you know where the party's at. <laughs> oh, nice. There you go. Yeah.
1: But yeah, uh, we don't know a whole lot about it uh, aside from the fact that it's being launched and it's starting testing with uh, with initial initial tests to uh, to I guess see how it works in a, in a fairly populated city other than Detroit because I don't know who's been around Detroit lately, but it's not nearly as populated as Miami. So well,
2: and and one thing well, they need they mentioned. a challenge. Yeah, well, and one thing they mentioned in the article, it's less of a challenge though because as uh, today's. A- Made a point. Uh, Michigan likes to remind us that March can still be snowy. Uh, so Miami's got a pretty steady climate other than hurricane season. So testing it down there, at least from a LiDAR sense, is a lot easier than it would be testing it in, in Michigan. Plus, because fun fact oh, snow and LiDAR
3: do not yeah. mix. Plus, uh, I, I believe that. Just imagine all of the stuff they don't have to put on the cars to get them to avoid potholes as well as pedestrians. <laughs> mm hmm. Uh-huh.
0: I believe that is why they're using the Fusion though because the new Fusions have that pothole jumper feature. So, yeah, that could be good. So, yeah, it's a thing.
1: So, while we're on the topic of Ford, uh Ford has
0: Actually, go ahead. Sorry, yeah, I just want to point out one thing. This whole like self-driving Ford car thing, okay, everybody talks about like, oh Ford, you know, they, you know, Chevy just released that ATS with self-driving blah blah blah, right? I just want to point out that Ford was doing this back in 1993 okay and it is if you go look at watch the a great movie that came out in 1993 called jurassic park okay you will see ford explorers pretty much autonomously driving around so i just i just
2: want to point that out and those had that those had the panoramic roof as well uh yep they yep. t-rex proof <laughs> I would hope that
0: uh, uh recent upgrades would make them more t- T-Rex proof uh, <laughs> I, these days. I but... don't
1: know that that's something we're we're concerned with, Tom.
0: Well, you know, i had never seen a T-Rex roof tester before. I've never met one. <laughs> Ergo, I'm
2: guessing the testing's not going very well. Oh boy. Yeah. However, it is interesting though, Tom, that you mentioned that because and without diving too deep in the deep end. So Ford has been developing their autonomous tech for Probably close to 20 years. Um, and the other interesting thing is before his early departure, uh, Raj Nair was talking about how Ford really wants to play in the full autonomous. I think it's level five or above, mm-hmm. um, which is an interesting take because obviously, you know, GM's already got level three, level four ish, right, with their supercruise. Um, and so does Tesla. But Ford kind of wants to skip that altogether and, and go straight to full autonomous.
0: We shall see. We shall
1: see. So something, I think my next news article, that these were chosen for a reason, is uh, okay. it kind of leads towards more autonomous driving because Ford is also now rolling out a voice-operated driving assistant for the Sync 3 infotainment systems, which will allow you to basically talk to your car and I'm, have it do things going so it's has
3: got its, got, it's like they're just gonna jump. Right. Can we yeah. stop the with the digital assistants? We have too many. Can everybody pull and do one that works? <laughs>
0: <laughs> you, you know what'd be kind of funny is if you like taught the Sync Three, like the Alexa voice or the Siri voice, and then tried to see <laughs> if they'd get in an argument. Maybe not while you're driving, okay? But like, I don't know. I feel
2: like there could be a possibility I'd... there.
1: It, i mean it, it'd be fun to see but i don't know i've yeah.
2: seen i've seen a battle between siri and alexa on the internet
1: but How did that uh,
2: i did not see uh, they were pretty courteous to each other um hmm. but, interesting. but to adam's point one thing that's interesting is that i i agree with you adam like at what point are the automakers going to give up making their own systems or buying these startups and just let you know the googles and the um the apples of the world just take over the infotainment and and digital assistants and all that, right? And and reading the article, I get that they say that those assistants don't have car specific features, but I can't imagine it to take Google a long time to, you know, be able to find out what a gas station is and put it into their uh, yeah,
3: I mean their system. You know, so Tom and I have had a couple of conversations around this, and I think Mike, you were involved in one of them too, around just infotainment, right? The auto industry just lacks lags so far behind the rest of the world in that technology it's like why I'm whatever how do you even pronounce this that's the name of the company I mean who yeah whoever's making this driving driving assistant is what it's going to be called I mean it can't possibly be better than Amazon's Alexa or Google or even Siri which isn't that great um, and we do have the capability to have those things in the car now. I mean, you have your, your iPhone in the car. I, I use Siri for pretty much everything while I'm driving. Um, even Alexa's in the car now. Garmin has, um, Alexa built into some of their, um, even dash cams and stuff. I mean, I just, I, I don't know. I'll, I'll, I i will i can not wait to try it. I just don't have high hopes. It's- <laughs>
0: Well, it's kind of funny because one of the things about like voice control that you can do is like it makes it really easy to have like a standardized way of interacting with technology through, you know, audio unless you're a deaf person or a mute person, I suppose. Um, but nobody right. is doing adopting a standard or creating a standard, right? So like you have well, to learn says. every system over again. Yeah. And then the other thing that I th- can't help but think about is like, you know, if, uh, you know, if you have a, If you have offspring in your vehicle, you know, and they're getting to the age where they can kind of start to mimic your voice. And I don't know how many people have ever, you know, like answered the phone and the person thought they were, uh, you know, one parent or the other. Like, I don't know. It seems like they could, I don't know, like weird things could potentially uh, happen through mimicking in the car.
2: Kind of a, a twin face ID situation going on there.
1: <laughs> yeah. But well, the plus side is they're probably yeah. not gonna make it so that you can control like acceleration and braking with your voice quite yet. So yeah. it, it'll probably uh-huh. be limited to at least your uh, your entertainment options or your
0: Although, map routing options. Well that's just that's just asking for trouble. Or, or
1: maybe turning on and off your windshield wipers, which that could be amusing. Oh
3: yeah. Set set intermittent like rate cool. to fifty two percent. I will. Say, um, all right, all right. Yeah, maybe we'll there's, all learn how to a pronounce huge, words better. Uh, huge um, opportunity here, though, when we do have that level four and five autonomous driving for somebody to be able to set the speed of their car with you know warp factors. No, too geeky. Is that too oh, there, geeky yeah. for you
1: guys? <laughs> I, yeah, you lost me. I got nothing. I can,
3: you can
2: reprogram it. I do, you have the star, the star Trek theme. I do like your comment, though, Tom, because I'm dating a British girl, and sh- I, the uh, car made her learn how to say the number four <laughs> like an American. So I agree with your statement that we will speak English better than that English being the American way.
0: I was going to say, your girlfriend may disagree.
3: <laughs> still won't That's be better. able to teach Tom the difference in 2, 2, and 2, though. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> that's that's a lost cause. I've been trying for Whoa. years, I know It's a lost cause. All right, so my so our
0: third piece My teachers have tried for longer, so our, they gave up too. Our
1: last bit of news. And Tom, I know you don't really care about CVTs, <laughs> which for our listeners who aren't familiar with a continuously variable transmission. But this is important because Toyota has put together what's possibly a world first launch gear and made it with they're CVTs,
0: but why? So, wait. Can I wait? Wait. So, what does the CVT stand for again?
1: Continuously variable transmission. So it's not quite a CVT anymore, <laughs> but it's still kind of a ah. CVT.
0: So what they did was make a two-speed transmission.
1: Yeah, kind of.
0: Actually,
2: it'd be a one plus infinity speed.
1: Yeah, yeah, right. It's a one plus. Yeah. Yep.
2: So yep. so I would like to say, is your version from personal experience or do you just not like the idea of a CVT?
0: Uh, so, okay. So here's, so here's my thing on CVTs. Now, this is good, totally contradictory <laughs> because I like electric cars. But um, <laughs> the thing is, like driving a CVT, like I've driven them a couple times, and it's bizarre. Um, it's straight up like a snowmobile, but like a snowmobile even has more hook in it than like CVTs do, right? Like you step on the CVT, your engine revs go up, and like you go faster and faster. There's no shift. There's no like. I mean, I guess the acceleration is okay and stuff, right? Whatever, but it's it's a bizarre, it's a bizarre feeling. It's basically
1: so it's like because I don't you're know. Get in a Tesla whenever you finally right. buy one. <laughs>
0: No, 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 no. So a Tesla. So here's a, here's where I would differentiate. The Tesla doesn't have the engine revving okay. noise, right? So
2: like to me, it, it's it yeah, makes I, sense I, yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah, Tom, you are living yeah. in a 2002 this lifestyle. A 2002. Saturday. So <laughs> I had a CVT, and I'll agree with you. It is.
1: Wait, what did you have a CVT in? Uh,
2: I had a I believe it was 2001 Jeep Compass. It was purposely. Um, my parents helped me get it, but it was purposely slow so that I couldn't get into trouble. <laughs> um, great car. Did it you was, get into trouble? It was terrifying on on-ramps, but <laughs> I think that was more a function of the exact engine. Um, but basically, right, so, so what's the, uh, let's delve into my eight years of engineering school here. Uh, so what's the purpose of the CVT, Tom?
0: So it allows you to essentially have an infinite number of gears to hit optimal efficiency and keep the motor revving at like the same, basically the same RPMs. Look at
2: you! I didn't have to explain that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you want to you want to hug that power curve. (laughs) (laughs) You want to hug that power curve (laughs) for as long as possible. Yeah. So uh, now automakers, before it it went away, were trying to put fake shifts in there to try and mimic the feeling of shifting, right? Which is worse? That's worse. (laughs) Yeah, I guess it could be worse, but in any case, back to the point of the article, that launch gear gets rid of some of that hesitation for you, really, because it it starts the car up a little bit cleaner, right? And that way, at least you get a feeling that you get a little bit more uh, bump and that you're not, you know, taking your lawnmower on the highway.
1: And and that's really the point of this launch gear is that it should significantly improve low speed performance, uh, which is kind of... A big deal with the CVTs. I mean, that's the that's the Achilles heel on a lot of CVT cars, and what a lot of people complain about um, when they have one. Right? Is it doesn't? It drives fine when you're on the highway, but getting it up to anything from a stop can take quite a bit because it's generally paired with a power with a uh, power plant with an engine that's not very powerful either. So you don't have a lot going for you when you have a small engine and a CVT. It's not like it's light, like a snowmobile.
0: So, so let me just, so this is all well and nice that Toyota, you know, spent emptying millions of dollars developing this when they could have just given me half of that to tell them this one thing. What they could have done, and they've actually already done this, right? Is if they would have put electric assist on their CVTs, they would have accomplished pretty much the same thing. And they'd be like, they'd be able to put all those green leafy emblems on the car somewhere. But then they they couldn't
1: say that they shaved nine pounds off the weight.
3: I mean, nine
0: pounds. <laughs> yeah, but... <laughs> hey, okay, listen. That that I mean, okay, we insane. live in America. Okay, we eat nine pounds when we go get like you know steak somewhere. Okay, but you know, over in Japan, they're like nine pounds. Like that's a you know that's a significant percentage of a that's... Japanese person's you know body mass. So, what, yeah.
1: are you stereotyping? I mean, it's a big. Are deal. you stereotyping? It was.
0: <laughs> I mean, maybe.
2: I, I don't <laughs> make the stereotypes up. I just identify it. I mean, <laughs> maybe, Tom, out, okay? maybe they're saving the electronic assist for the new Supra <laughs> that's going to come out sometime in the next 10 years or so. Or 30.
0: Or they 30. just put it in the pr- the Prius. And also, too, of <laughs> course, stereotyping those. <laughs> like, are you saying I'm
2: stereotyping Americans or the Japanese? Yeah,
1: I think <laughs> you stereotype. stereotyped both right
2: there. Don't big gulp shame me, Tom. <laughs> I want to enjoy my big gulp and And roller hot dogs. I'm
1: going to put my Slurpee in that kitchen sink on Bring Whatever You Want Day, and (laughs) that's how it's going to be. All right.
0: See, there you go. That's Ford. That's why your Ford, everybody. Just so you know, that's why your Ford weighs 500 pounds more than a (laughs)
1: Corolla. It's it's for your big gulp. It's because you have you don't have enough cup holders.
0: That's true. That's actually it. Uh, we, we'll go about talk about cup holders some other time. Cause I can talk that's about a topic that for
1: another day. Today's topic yeah. is about used cars. <laughs> so let's talk, let's right. talk about so, these rear engine cars. All right.
0: So that's, so that's the criteria, right? Is basically like a rear, um sorry, a rear wheel drive car for $10,000, which would be easy to pick yep. out, yep. Okay? Or mid, but you added rear engine mid. into there, which when we were talking about it,
1: Or 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 I I did open it up a little bit. It could be rear or mid-edging.
0: I may test the extent of how far you're willing to open this up, but uh, but yeah, that was so that was kind of the criteria. And if you think about it, you're really limited, right? You're limited to like three, maybe four cars that I could think of off the top of my head. So there's four of us, so I'm curious where we landed. All right. Well,
1: why don't you go first, Tom? Since you seem since you it sounds like you think you (laughs) won. So what do you got?
0: I think I did win. Wait, but wait, I'd like to go first, last
1: because I have backups. First I want to know what the criteria is for winning. What we never defined that.
0: I think it's a, like we all have to come to an agreement. Like the major, there's four of us, so like cons- we'd have to come to consensus on who mm-hmm. won. I
1: I vote we ask our audience for input, and whoever gets the most votes wins.
0: Okay, they they could they have the opportunity to convince us we're wrong.
1: Okay, yeah. We'll see if anybody's listening. Yeah, this so we'll this episode <laughs> is intended to see if anyone's actually listening and wants to give us input.
2: <laughs> Winner wins a big gulp. Yeah. yeah. Actually, there you go. <laughs> you
0: can go on iTunes and leave us the number of stars for the person that you pick. <laughs> <Let's go. laughs> <laughs> so Mike's one. <laughs>
3: oh,
1: thing Thanks.
0: Sorry. Yeah. No. Okay. Don't do that unless you know, you want to pick the best person that doesn't exist. Um <laughs> Actually, the fifth person can be the audience. So, if you want to pick the audience, just pick them. All right, cool. So, yeah, I, I don't want to go first. Who who wants to go first? I nominate uh, I
2: nominate Sal. All right, well,
1: since Sal is the guest. All right.
2: So, mine. I'm going to take you on a little bit of a journey here. It's it's very specific. Uh, so, looking at it, my car that I choose is a 1970 to 1979 Volkswagen Beetle. Not only is it air
1: cooled. Wait, uh, wait a, a Beetle or a Super Beetle?
2: Just a beetle. I thought
0: we couldn't. I thought we couldn't pick Porsches. <laughs>
2: you're you're right. I'm technically bending the rules, but hear me out. It's very a very versatile car. Top. You can do it. You can rally it, or you can air cool it like the rest of the world and have the flap open the entire time. Um, but mine, one, if I had to pick one, would be exactly like a Mexican taxi, which I rode in in all my infancy, <laughs> and what that means is. The front passenger seat is ripped out. There is a cable running from the door to the driver's seat so that they can open it up. Uh, The driver's seat must have a beaded seat cover and must have some sort of thing dangling from the rearview mirror. And it must be painted lime green. Uh, You'd think that that'd be hard to find, but I have found on Craigslist, because Mike and I discussed creating this monster, uh, Volkswagen Beetles of that era in Michigan. Wow.
1: That is a pretty good choice.
2: It's pretty Ooh, mundane, nice. but it's close to my heart. So clearly <laughs> I won the big gulp.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Adam, you think you can, you Wait, think you how, can unseat him?
0: How, how many cup holders are in this there beetle though? So I don't Wait, know if you're going to win the big no. gulp. Break <laughs> right
2: from memory, zero cup holders. Wait, <laughs> See, we can have a whole before, episode before about before a couple that I'm telling his you guys. Beetle. We
3: can do that. <laughs> um, so what, uh, what, what are those running? I mean, <laughs> you got to be under 10 grand. So, I can't imagine yeah, you're anywhere close to that.
2: <laughs> depending depending on uh, the state of the car. So, either, either really terrible to, oh, yeah, it's pretty bad. Uh, running <laughs> somewhere probably between three and eight. And eight being the, oh, yeah, that's probably pretty bad. Um, and three being strip it for parts for another car that's equally as terrible. So you could probably buy it for three. You could buy three of them and make one decent Beetle.
1: He's I I'd, I'd agree with that price range. It's probably okay. actually fairly accurate.
3: All right. Well, um, yeah. people are gonna people are probably gonna give us flack over mine, but uh, I I'm going with the Pontiac Fiero. I. That was the first thing that came to mind when you said All mid-engine right. rear-wheel drive. My brother actually had one of these um, when he was in high school, and uh, it. Did he
1: yeah, have the Fiero uh, GT <laughs> with
3: the V6? Yeah. Yeah. He just had a uh, SC, but it was a uh, it was a fun little car. The, the thing I like about them, obviously, the eighty eight, you know they were made from 84 to 88 the 88s were the best ones cuz they did, you know, actual like suspension <laughs> and brakes um, and they had the V6 in them um, i just there's there's such a cool little car even today um, the number of customization things you can do to them cuz i'm i'm the custom guy in the group right <laughs> Um, the number of customization things you can do that aren't Lamborghini body kits, <laughs> 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 yeah, Wait, uh, uh, it's pretty cool. Kit. I mean, I even saw I was watching some videos on it and stuff. There's uh, there's even a couple that have had some uh engine swaps and are running really nice on a track. Um, 350 or like the North Star. They do a V8, lot of three fifty uh, swaps. 3800 in them. Series goes good in those. Um mm-hmm. they're cheap. Yep.
1: I imagine you could probably put an LS one in it now. There's there's probably a kit for that. And that would I be a cool in, in it. things. Yeah, well. Mm.
2: But see, to that point, I guess my question is, wouldn't that make it worse? Because it's very hard, I imagine it'd be very far, hard to find a pristine stock one because that is my issue with one of the cars that i want to buy in the future when i can have 18 cars uh is an eclipse gsx but you cannot find one that does not have the words cold air intake switched on it
0: you know actually weirdly enough i've seen so first of all too the uh fiero i believe is all fiberglass uh pretty much i
1: think the body Um, might be fiberglass but the yeah, the rest of I mean. it isn't, and I'm fairly certain they were known for A, rusting the, under, the underbody, and, and, and B, catching on fire, because of electrical that was very, very important. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it's in the Those name, like
3: Fierro. <laughs> so I'm, I've got to defend yeah, it here, right? <laughs> in the, right, in we'll the four years that it was made, they GM pushed out a little over 370,000 of them, okay? There were 135 fires. So,
1: so, wait, I want to say. I,
3: I,
0: and my cousin, so my cousin was included in one of those 135 of fires. Value.
1: I, I just want to say something about uh, you said they were produced for four years and 370. How many? 365,000? 300, okay, 370,000. Did you know, fun fact of the day, that in its second year of production, the Ford Mustang wow. reached a million units. Yeah. So by 1966, over well, a million units. I old.
3: mean, I would take a Mustang over a Fiero too, but. <laughs> 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 All
1: right. So I'm, I'm going to tell you guys what mine is All because right. I'm excited to tell you what mine is.
0: I, I just want to <laughs> point this out. It's you and me now. Know, like. Mine's better than yours. We'll find <laughs> out. It's on.
1: So it's on, I, I actually found go. two examples of this for sale. In Can I guess? Okay, okay go ahead.
0: Now, I'm surprised nobody's picked this so far. Okay. And I'm also kind of surprised that, you know, Sal went with the uh, the German route. And Adam kind of brought in the, uh, like, you know, the Fiero, which was a combo thing with Lotus, right? So we're slowly moving into the America you know, the North America kind of direction, but nobody picked Corvair. So is yours, no, the Corvair way off,
1: way off. Oh,
0: nobody picked the Corvair. Un- I feel like we should apologize. Unsafe you, but- at
1: any speed, Tom unsafe. At any <laughs> so what speed. did you pick, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> We're sorry. Corvair Failed
0: you. I'm yeah, sorry. Good. The
1: 1969 Fiat 500. Hmm.
0: So, so basically sales. <laughs> <sells Worse. car.
1: laughs> <laughs> <laughs> No, the Fiat 500 is an awesome Beetle. It's it's a, it's a better version of the Beetle because it was made by Italians, and so it's going to break down on you, guaranteed, right? One hundred percent, it's going to yep. break down on you.
2: You have to take it to a shop with a guy <laughs> named Tony in yeah. the garage.
3: Yeah, you're going to to fix take, it again, Tony. But the
1: plus side is, Tony fixes washing machines, and so he has <laughs> all the parts necessary to fix
3: your Fiat. Wow, first time with yeah. the Japanese people. Now Mike,
1: but actually, I I like it because. <laughs>
0: I know. Man, I didn't know Channel Machine was on this episode.
1: But no, I like the I like the Fiat five hundred because it's just it's a little compact car, right? I mean it's like it's the original compact car really outside of like Mesher Smith's and whatnot that were really, really compact. But honestly, mm-hmm. it won't fit for Americans, but it will fit for uh, uh let's go with Europeans fairly comfortably in it. Because of the interior roominess and the lack of safety that uh, was designed into the body structure, so so
2: I'd be willing to bet that when you imagine yourself driving that, you weren't imagining yourself driving it in three inches of snow, rather on the Italian countryside, wearing sunglasses and probably smoking a cigar. The yeah, only place yeah, the Fiat Five Hundred would be useful and yeah. near a garage.
1: Yeah, yeah, pretty, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> also, Man. with you know, like a hot Italian chick, and then. Passenger seat.
2: If there's <laughs> enough room, because it's a pretty tiny car.
0: <laughs> I was gonna say I don't. I don't know if chicks are into dudes in Fiat 500s. I but mean, I don't know.
1: I've <laughs> seen the commercials. And <laughs> maybe, least, I guess it worked Fiat it worked, 500s it seems to work.
0: <laughs> it worked for Charlie Sheen, so maybe it can work for you. <laughs> I, don't, I
1: don't
2: know I'd if have that's to do a, a lot thing, more though.
1: blow if I want it to work for me, like it worked for Charlie Sheen.
2: Tiger blood. <laughs> So on that note, I want to hear this All
0: amazing right, so vehicle yeah, that Tom's yeah, Tom, let's see what up. you got. Yeah. So but, on that note, I just want to start with say with saying winning, <laughs> okay? Uh, Charlie Sheen reference. Okay, so I am going to pick, uh, I have picked, well, if you guys disqualify this, I have a backup vehicle, but
1: I'm gonna say, I am picking I'm gonna say a vehicle that was produced. Straight off the bat, because you, you had to qualify it with that qualif- disqualifier.
2: I will say Mike well, and I stayed the, true the to the original challenge of rear engine.
1: It's true. yeah, Very rare. <laughs> so very Adam's, Adams <laughs> is <out. laughs>
0: Okay. So, so I stayed true to the rear engine or mid-engine, if you will, somewhat here. But the part that I'm a little wishy-washy on is the rear-wheel drive in that well, that's, the vehicle that's I chose all. is all-wheel drive. All right. What okay. do you got?
1: Yeah, that's not the same. But let's well, agree. you
0: can disengage the front, you can disengage the front wheel drive and make let's, it all wheel drive or rear wheel right. drive. But this vehicle was produced from 1956 to 1965, um, and essentially, it is called a forward control vehicle, and it is the uh, the Jeep FC it's 150. Qualified.
2: Why? <laughs> you just want to know my other vehicle. <laughs> Baby, is that a passenger car? You're making
1: that up. I'm looking it up now.
2: Oh no! Oh, it's it, a, no. oh it's I
1: know it. this one. Yeah, top that's not rear engine. No.
0: Yes, it is. If you push, if you look at, I looked at images <laughs> online. I searched Google images this, for like this a is why you wanted time. to know
1: what my call, what the <laughs> definition was. And I said as long as it's behind the driver, and technically you're sitting on top of the exactly. engine in this car, not behind you.
0: No. 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 It is to the middle and off to your right side. If you move the seat all the way up, it is behind
1: you. All right, what's your other one?
0: Well, it's basically (laughs) the same kind of idea, but it's a a Dodge. (laughs) It's a nineteen sixty four Dodge A one hundred, which I actually know somebody locally that has one, and that one is situated even further behind, still in the front of the vehicle, but it's also still in the middle, kind of.
1: But it's. (laughs) All right. It is behind. It's, a, it's like it's like the Dodge version of the nice. line from the '60s. It's not. It, it, I'm,
3: I'm picking no. Tom's forehead. I'm Tom's going to break rules. forward. Man. Smart four two. That's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, yeah.
2: That's, that's more apt, I think. If we get to bend rules, I'm going to jump 30 years in the future and say the 2019-ish Corvette <laughs> mid-engine yeah, will right? be my pick. <laughs> Because that is coming. They cannot no, that's, hide that's it from It will be in the future, thirty mm-hmm. years mm-hmm. in the future.
0: <laughs> oh, I see. I see. <laughs> no, it won't, because inflation will go. There'll be nothing for ten thousand dollars
2: for thirty years. Ten thousand Bitcoin.
1: So I'm. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that Sal and I will share the big gulp because, let's be honest, oh, you guys, we're the only ones that stayed true to the original challenge. God.
0: Man, so so an Italian microcar in Hitler's <laughs> I preferred
2: the best selling car of all time. Thank you very much.
1: It's I mean, he's not wrong.
2: Just man. in front of the Model T, which is very, very sad if you think about it, but just in front of the Model T. They were producing spare parts for this car in the last decade. In
1: the, yeah. They they ceased production in the wow. early two thousands in Mexico.
2: And first gen's what, nineteen fifty ish?
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: Uh, the FC the FC 150 is way cooler. <laughs> I'm
1: just gonna point that. Out. Way I'm, I don't doubt the coolness, and I'm looking at pictures of it right now, and it is it is a you very cool one, vehicle. You?
0: Okay, Mike, what's you gonna buy first? Here comes the rubber to the road, Mike. What's you gonna buy first? A Jeep FC 150 or a Fiat
2: 500 from the 60s, or Herbie the Love Bug? Uh, mine can talk to you.
1: As long as long as the Fiat. <laughs> has yeah.
2: only became it's a like Lindsay Lohan. 19, 2006 <laughs> <Lindsay Lohan.
1: laughs> not, not current Lindsay Lohan let's be honest you don't want that one okay not, so uh, yeah. so I actually found one of these for $9,600 in Seattle or in Portland there's there's another one a 68 that I found in Seattle uh, but it's got it's got the the ragtop sunroof you know the one that like rolls back or scrolls back or bunches up behind the window I guess necessary yeah, obviously, because you have to stick your head out the top to be able to see anything. Um, but as long as it has that, I'm going with the Fiat. Oh, my
2: gosh. Way to double down. So if anyone wants to buy an early 1900s <laughs> F-150 after it rallies in Alaska, sight unseen, so that Mike can get his little Italian sports car. <laughs> Trade it straight up for a
0: no, Fiat gonna 500.
1: No, I'm going to need like three Fiat 500s for the price of that truck when it's done. It's going to be clutch. <laughs> I have not said clutch in a very, very long time, so...
0: It's, it's going to have two clutches. No, just one.
1: Just one clutch. But that does bring oh, yeah. us to the Alcan 5000 update, conveniently.
0: Yes. I almost said Alcan. I was thinking Alcan you, 500 that'd be update. that a short drive. Because- <laughs> Well, I was thinking that's probably as far as the Fiat. Yeah,
1: but plus side is, you could tie your, sh- you your shoestrings together and get that thing going again if you threw a belt. So
2: You could tie your shoes and push it. <laughs> Not if you got fancy Italian shoes on.
1: Yeah, there's no pushing. You just abandon oh, yeah. the car and you go walk you someplace. <laughs> but it, anyways, Alcan 5000 update. Uh, So what I have for you is today I actually bought parts for it. Um, I bought a new set of brake backing plates for the rear. So I got those disassembled in the garage, which is what I was doing right before I came in here. And I also got a rear bumper, which is kind of hard to come by. So I'm fairly excited about that. Um, The Columbia guy, John, the guy that's uh, in Arizona that's rebuilding my Columbia two-speed parts, He called me this week, and he said the stuff's ready to go, so he's going to ship it out, and that's kind of cool. And the last of the parts outside of those backing plates are at the powder coater and should be done within the next few days. And I have the front end together, and Sal saw it. The frame has tires and brakes and an axle and a wishbone. And how's it look, Sal? Uh,
2: I was too busy focused on Ah. Mike's sweet backwards bandana that he was wearing in the (laughs) shop to notice what – the car looks like no it looks very nice it looks very nice the colors all uh they're very nice i mean
1: uh, <laughs> you sound like you're talking I to show, a kid that's very that's player. nice that's um, a nice project that's i very, yeah. am
2: literally have no idea how steering systems or chassis work so i just <laughs> look at it and say
1: that's nice it's a good thing we pay you to, to figure out engines uh, and and things
2: and not. I mean, I've studied engines and I can tell you how much force is on one of the belts when you execute a two, three downshift going 40 miles an hour on the highway. Uh, but once you get down into my comment today, where I was like, oh, there's only one leaf spring on that, that's yeah. about the extent of my knowledge on uh, any sort of <laughs> chassis work.
0: Yeah. And I was wondering, I always wonder, like, if there's only one leaf spring, how does it? Well, stay? there's two.
1: Oh. There's one in the front, there's one in the back. Body.
0: Well, the body roll anyway, is more or less out. controlled
1: by the shocks, which are they're, they're called they're called who daily, cool. and kind of like houdaili, but who daily shocks.
2: Because that's the sound you make when you make a left <laughs> or right hand turn. <laughs> um, but it is in the state; it doesn't have the body on it, so it would make a pretty sweet go kart if you wanted to just. Uh, it would make a pretty sweet go kart. Terrible turning circle, but it'd be a pretty good go kart.
0: I did show the master, uh, the shop manager at uh, the dealership that I frequent uh, today, some pictures of your frame, and he oh, was yeah. super he excited. He didn't think it was so. going to look that good, did he? Yep. Oh, I don't. I don't know. I didn't really oh. talk to him about it before oh. it was powder coated.
1: Because <laughs> I, th- I feel like everybody that you've talked yeah. to about this thinks that we're going in some hoopty to Alaska.
2: I mean, that's still that's still yet oh, to be no, seen. It, <laughs> it,
0: no, they don't, they don't say that. They keep no. saying that we won't be able to go 80 miles an hour, and that it'll be a death trap. <laughs>
1: oh, that's right, so not say. just a hoopie, but a death trap that won't be able to actually drive on the road.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, that won't be able to go 80. They, people. So right now, the average guesstimate on our top speed is Wait, about can we, 40 we take that's on so the over-under?
2: I've been in cars <laughs> with Mike. They'll go fast enough. That's never been the issue. But whether you can see the ground through the shifter... Uh, as you're driving down, just on the metal frame is a different situation. Yeah. You'll make it go fast. Wow. It'll go fast.
1: <laughs> there are vehicles where you can see the ground yep. through. yeah. Yep, uh, that's a thing. Yep, that's true.
2: That's and true. no firewall.
1: Yeah, that's also a thing sometimes.
2: <laughs> or the firewall fire. actually.
1: Yeah, that wow. has been a thing with you, hasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That, uh, was, that a- was that was at my first <laughs> our first stream cruise, Tom.
2: Again, it's in the name. It's yep. a fire wall. <laughs> well, I wanted the fire on the
0: other side of the wall, not my side of the wall.
1: <laughs> yeah, we fixed that fuse with a little bit of, uh, with a gum, with a, no, it was a, a gum wrapper. No, oh, like, pull, oh, pull right. the fuse out yeah. and right. put it back in, wrap it with a piece of, with a gum wrapper and put it back in. The fuse is no good anymore, but it'll make the yeah. contact for the wires.
2: Yeah. I I changed my first fuse uh, this week. I was very proud of myself. I uh, also had to go get needle-nose pliers. I did not know if fuse pullers were a thing that were included in cars. <laughs> and it was for my infotainment system, so it was not that intense.
1: But does it work now?
2: It does oh. work. All right. Yeah, which is surprising for Sync uh, Gen 1, but uh,
3: yeah, it works.
1: So on that bit of good news. Cool. And that's it. That's all we got today. Cool.
3: Yeah. So
0: everybody feel free to drop us a review on iTunes. Uh, subscribe, check out our YouTube and check out carsonbuilder.com to get out to. Kind oh yeah. Of other and things. Sal
1: wrote yeah. a blog yes. post. We'll blog
2: posts. Check that one out. I am contributing <laughs> blog posts that will infuriate a lot of people. So go check it out.
1: Yeah, we should put that in the show notes. Can we put the link in the show notes?
0: Yeah, and actually, your your cover image gives that your cover image gives me <laughs> that vertigo. That was the
1: intent. So. I put I did that specifically to give you vertigo. <laughs> right, it works. Right. nice Good. targeting.
0: Cool. All right. Well, until
1: next time. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you.